Hi guys, welcome back to Stand Direction. Let me just put away the keyboard real quick because I play it live and I fade it manually every time. He's just, a real uh, DJ. Yeah, I'm a real uh, don't join. Don't join. The Last Jedi, still a great, great movie, guys. A lot How of many days until uh, Rise of Skywalker? That's Christmas, right? That's Christmas, yeah. So it's okay, let be... me look up. Yeah, put, look that up. How? How many? How days many days until? until Christmas, 106 days. 106. That's almost, how long. almost at the big 100. If we recorded like uh, a, a week a later, month, yeah, a week later. <laughs> you think one, a one month later? <laughs> no, a week later minus one day. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So for if you, for those of you who are just joining us, this is Style Direction. It's a mentor podcast uh, without the stuffiness, and by that I mean it's the, it's like smooth jazz. It's like you know, it's it's just stuff and we never record on thanksgiving so there's never any stuffing that's really funny that's a great joke yeah (laughs) i hope you're proud of that one Uh uh-huh uh so i hope you guys enjoyed our last episode which was a discussion on social media um i i personally liked it actually came at a good time too because i had a big discussion about uh influencers and i think it kind of went hand in hand on that Mm-hmm. And that is kind of also so ha- having discussions with my with my friends and followers are kind of how I come up with ideas for our podcast episodes. And um, for those of you watching live on Instagram right now with us, feel free six to people. join in six six people. That's you know hundred hundred less than the days till Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> um, uh, feel free to join in the conversation um, by you know writing down in there. Um, but today I thought we would talk about details and why they matter in menswear because I can't, I, I'm sure Spencer will, will talk more about his experience maybe in retail mm-hmm. because he's more customer facing than I am. But what I've noticed, uh, while I've been, uh, a fairly active member in, you know, in ma- male fashion vice, which we've talked about in the last episode on Reddit or just on Instagram, people kind of, you know, people ask me stuff or, you know, I'm like the fashion guru for a lot of my friends or, or from friends of friends who are like, hey, I've got this friend who likes who likes fashion. You should ask him a, a question. I've and noticed, I'm like the love guru of my friends because yeah, he's a regular, I love that movie. He's a regular <laughs> Seth Meyers. Close. Yeah. What's his name again? Mike Myers. Mike Myers. I was going to say <laughs> Seth Meyers. I almost said, um, oh, shit. Seth Rogen, I think, and I'm Seth like, that's Rogen. wrong. It's Seth Meyers, and I got it. I would wrong like to see twice. a remake of it, though. Yeah. Uh, speaking Seth. of Seth Rogen, go watch Good Boys. It's pretty funny. Watch it once and go in blind, and you'll enjoy it, and then never watch it again. Okay. Here's our little plug. Um, but yeah, what I've noticed is like you know when when people come up and ask like the they're usually very fixated on other things. You know they're very fixated on price, um, or construction, and I guess we can get into that in a second. But I've mm. always noticed like people don't have this this idea of style and detailing in their minds when they're buying something you know especially when they're starting out and i think that's that's crazy to me and i know we, we've we've talked about this because when spencer and i were discussing this um this before and i think in our basic wardrobe uh episode with i think all just or something like that we kind of talked about how it's better for people to have a, a style in mind when buying something or like an aesthetic because it kind of guides your purchases. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always, I, you know, I, th- I hope that people kind of have that in mind, but then the more and more I go out there, the more and more I realize people don't do that. And I think that's, it's kind of weird. <laughs> and we, I mean, it's like, I think you already mentioned this, but we're specifically talking about people who are starting to get into fashion. Cause often when you are dressing because you want to, Right. Um, because, you know, you like, you know, you think it's fun if you've been doing it for a while. Once you get past the, the early stages or whatever, you have your style in mind. But, uh, yeah, a lot of guys that are posting on Reddit uh, or that come into J. Crew or when I was in Ben's Warehouse, stuff like that. Yeah. They are just, you know, they kind of know how things should fit, but they don't really care about how it looks. Right. And, you know, that also goes into a fact of like... Um, how things should fit is also subjective, you know, based yeah. on, on what you like, you know? And I think, um, I think, okay. One of the biggest things I got from this is when I started doing uh, vintage, you know, this is like mm-hmm. f- five years ago and people would be like, Oh, why would you want to buy pants that are too baggy? Like, don't you want something that fits you? And I'm like, 
well, I'm buying it because I I want the wide fit. Yeah. I want I want that you know, the I don't want it to hug my legs, and that's that's a specific thing that I'm after, and like it blows people's minds, you know, it's it's crazy, and I think. And- Oh. You could go on. We oh, need sorry. to come up with some way to stop crosstalk. We need to yeah. like raise our hands. Crosstalking. What is this yeah. religion class? Yep. Ca- Calvary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. Are, do people know what Calvary is? Like non-Christian people? Like because that's not a, like a common thing to say. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I love our tan tan tangents. It's like geometry yeah. class. Um, see now I forgot what the hell I was talk- I was talking about. But I, w- uh, I was you g- talking about like baggy pants, like buying baggy pants. Yeah. Or oh, I was gonna say you know okay thrifting is a great way to experiment with different styles and i think you know when people when for me this is kind of related to the, to the whole wide leg thing i think I, I think i bought like a pair of loafers that were tassel loafers or something like that and people said oh why don't you just buy the ones from like aldo you know and i would look at them and go like well i like tassel loafers and those don't look like the the ones i'm buying right now don't look like the ones from aldo and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, but Aldo's new. And I'm like, yeah, but they don't, they don't look the way I want them to, you know. And that's that's another thing too. Like it's not it's not just about you know fit, but it's about like, oh, I rather have something new than something that I, than something that like fits aesthetically, you know. And yeah. I think we've gotten to this with like vintage people too, or people who are into shoes, where they say, why don't oh, why don't you buy like these Alden shoes? And I guess. At that point, it's kind of like that whole thing of, and we were talking about this before too, with the, I'd rather eat a lot of good food than like one super fancy extravagant food um, or meal. So it's like easier to buy like a couple pairs of like Allen Edmonds than get one pair of Alden Yeah, and especially when they're, when they look very similar. And I'm sorry if you guys hear, um, there's, there's some emergency going on outside. We're we're committing podcast crimes right now. (laughs) Yeah. Our VPNs aren't working right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's like you know when when you have an aesthetic in mind, I think it it's, it makes things a lot easier, and um, you know it it's I'm I'm okay when I if I wear something that that fits my aesthetic, and that's that's usually what I buy for, because I don't really need you know of course I wouldn't want like a glued polyester suit, or, even if it looked like a thirty suit like I have I have guidelines for myself, but I'm like fine buying like an old tweed jacket that is exactly what I want than, you know, buying something that might be newer that doesn't really fit exactly what I'm looking for. So I was going to mention um, something that happens pretty frequently at, well, at J. Crew and also, yeah. at, again, at Men's Warehouse, both places I've worked, is uh, we will get, like, older guys who come in and they say, it's like, I've been wearing, like, you know, this style my whole life. I've been wearing, like, wide leg or I've been wearing my suits with cuffs my whole life but I know that's no longer in. So it's like, what should I do? And I always tell them, it's like, no, just if you're used to it, if that's what you like, just continue to do it. Um, Or I get guys that come in, they don't necessarily know what they want, but as you said, they're just like, what's new? Like, what's the cool (laughs) thing now? Um, And yeah, yeah, it's like, I tried to guide them towards what they're looking for, but at the same time, you know, I I try to keep them comfortable. But I think a couple of the main reasons that guys who are just starting out in fashion don't care about details as much as they care about fit or other stuff is just because, one, with fit, it's easier to have, like, rules. It's easier to say, it's like, okay, this is how it should fit. If it fits like this, I'm good. Where with style, like, if they're going for just, like, details, uh, like, specific aesthetics, they might not know if other people think it looks good. And obviously, you know, we care about what others think a little bit, but for the most part, we dress for ourselves. But I Mm -hmm. think a lot of guys who are new to dressing up are essentially dressing well. Um, uh, They mostly focus on, you know, the the opinions of others, which is understandable. Yeah. And that's a great point because, yeah, they do focus on fit a lot. And that's Mm -hmm. a good that's a good uh, observation because I didn't I didn't realize that that guys it's easier to find something that fits something that that is stylish because stylish, you know, they can argue that, Oh, I don't want something to be out of fashion, you know, or I don't want to look too extravagant or something. But if it looks, if it fits well, that's what matters. And most people notice that. And that's not, that's, Mm -hmm. that's not a bad thing to do. I just think that you can do both, you know, this goes to like a lot of my, 
I always like into like film scores. Um, and we talked about this before too with the photography one, where it's like, oh, people don't like, you know, orchestral film scores because they find it too empow- like too powerful for the visuals, or it's too distracting. And I'm like, well, that's that's on the composer to be good, you know, to find that middle ground where you can have a beautiful score but also make it fit the visuals, you know, without mm-hmm. being you know too much. And and it goes to guys who dress up where they, they kind of want the bare minimum. You know, they want they want to be able to look good without, again, being too flashy or putting in too much effort. And they kind of, you know, default to, well, fit. Fit is where I can be okay with it. Yeah. yeah. And I'll also say I think a lot of guys starting out don't notice details. Like, this that, is an oh, example. Oh, that's true. That, that's good. That, yeah. um, so before I even got into fashion, my hobby for, like, a year was yeah. airsoft okay. uh, and so at that time i was like a history nerd i was big into like the vietnam war which is funny because now i mean let's i mean i'm still into the history but now i'm just buying a lot of vietnam surplus yeah so at the time i would go to surplus stores and like you know get what i thought was like you know vietnam era fatigues i would look at pictures i would look at what i had and be like okay this looks the same and now looking at what I bought and like Vietnam fatigues, it's like they were completely different. Like I was just buying like all of BDUs and being like, eh, this looks pretty similar. But I didn't notice. It's like, okay, one of the pockets is slanted. It has like, you know, the pleat and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, oh, you know, guys coming in. If say you get like really into Ivy style, you'll come into J Crew and get like an Ox, like one of our Oxfords or whatever, or just like, you know, any store that makes a button down collar you might not notice that the collar is like really short. It doesn't have the roll. It doesn't have the length that a classic like Brooks Brothers thing does just because you haven't studied it enough. Right. And I think, I think it's really funny because, you know, sometimes you get guys who are like, Oh, how do I look like, you know, how do I look like you or feel as comfortable in a suit as you do when I'm, you know, when I'm wearing like my H and M suit or whatever. And I'm always like, well, it's cause I'm not wearing an H and M suit, you know, Mm. like, like you know very small details matter sometimes it's not just having the pleats although that's cool you know to make it like a wide jungle jacket looks a lot cooler than uh an m an m53 is that a thing um i don't Uh, know there's m51 m51 that's the right one yeah you know and it's because like yeah like you know the shoulders are softer or the shoulders are more extended the lapels are Mm. wider the three roll two is more generous you know it's like it's it's kind of unfortunate and I don't want to call out I, don't, I can't call out people because sometimes I forget but like um, when people send me like stuff on Instagram like oh I got this thrifted suit you know I'm trying to be like you and I always say that that's great but I think that what they end up doing is oh they see me wearing a tweed a vintage tweed jacket and they go to a Goodwill and buy a vintage tweed jacket but maybe it's like 80s rather than 70s or 60s or it's just not Ivy inspired and mm-hmm. there's the look is different you know there's like a drop button stance and everything and you know and i get the fact that oh i want to be able to look like this with the budget but i think when once guys i, I won't say it's, it's always the guy's fault but i think it's you know it, it takes experience and i just wish maybe for me because i used to fall in that trap too i wish i paid attention to the details that way i wouldn't have to like give stuff to jay or mj yeah or you know or just give it back to uh give it back to um goodwill and because if we want to go into like thrifting and stuff i know that you you know you haven't been to a, well you, you went to a goodwill like a couple weeks ago something like that yeah, um, yeah. but you, you don't regularly thrift anymore nope. i really haven't done much thrifting at all mm-hmm. because when i first got into when i first got into fashion it was specifically like vintage stuff and so i didn't necessarily care about the details but i cared about how old things were that's, and so yeah, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't go to Goodwill and find, and find the stuff I'm looking for. And even when I got out of vintage, it's, you know, it's at the point where my, the things I want are specific enough that I can't really find it. Like I can't really find it at Goodwill. Yeah. And you know, that that's just what happens, you know, with, uh, when you, when you get into menswear in general, mm-hmm. you know, like you go to suit supply and then you realize, Hey, I want I, w- I don't want a slim leg anymore and then you realize you can't get that there unless you do yeah. like customer made to measure or something or you want a lower gorge and you can't really get that so that's I mean it happens and I think 
I I, I wouldn't I don't want to phrase this whole episode as like it's guys' fault, but it's more, it's more that I wish guys had a more of an open mind or kind of explored more. And just because mm-hmm. you and I have been there, and we don't want to make those same mistakes, you know. Um, I just I just was uh, so I was talking um, on Reddit about um, the the cotton suit article, which is live right now on the blog. You guys should check it out. Um, and I'm talking about how I got mine from Atelier Fugue for, from our friend Dave. And uh, he has a very you know, kind of a Neapolitan, you know, very contemporary inspired um, uh, pattern. You know, it, it's very soft shoulders. He's got a little bit of uh, pleating in the, uh, in the suit jacket shoulders, you know, um, breast pockets curved. Um, I think he does a barchetta breast pocket, but not in um, but not a patch barchetta pocket, mm-hmm. pleated pants, everything like that. And this guy on Reddit, um, he's a good he's a good guy. Um, he was just saying, like, okay, what's the appeal with, with Dave or, or with Atelier Fugue if I can go to, like, Indochino and get a suit for, like, 500 bucks? Or, you know, go up more and get, like, a you know, $1,000 for, you know, a canvas one. And I said, well, if you're thinking about canvas and that's important to you, you know, go with the more money thing. Because, you know, you probably won't get a good canvas jacket for less than $1,000 if it's custom, mm-hmm. you know. But I will say that I don't like... Indochino or black lapel or whatever like the, their style of single breasted jacket I just I don't like it I can't see myself spending $500 or $1000 regardless of canvas or not on like a jacket that doesn't have soft shoulders that doesn't do a three roll two the way I want it to or that can you know or that doesn't let me to do high waisted pants without having to fudge up the measurements you know yeah. and I think it, it's kind of like you put your money where where you feel is more it, it, where, where it should be right you, you should be specific about that thing and, and if canvas is what you want then you know you should do that and and dave suits are half canvas it's a very light canvas and it's, it's almost unstructured um and some guys you know don't don't really like that so i understand that but i'm like i would rather have a half canvas jacket that looks the way i want it to than have a full canvas you know s- jacket that is like two button and basically looks like a an h&m jacket Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's not that I'm skimping out because some guys, again, canvas is important. Having high quality canvas is a big deal. Um, I will say that my Ascot Chang suit is fully canvas and it's probably the best thing ever. Um, but when you're going to wear something a lot, especially if it's like a suit, I'd rather it look exactly the way I want it to because details definitely. I mean, that's like the difference between a cookie cutter suit, a.k.a. a suit from H&M or a men's warehouse, and then like a suit that has style inherently in it you know because mm-hmm. i think you know and i'm sure spencer would agree that you know having a suit one of the best ways to to not look super corporate is to have details you can't find anywhere else you know and yeah. that that could be as much as a soft shoulder or patch pockets or just a three roll two and n- again not many people have that so i would gravitate toward finding a way to achieve those things you know that's, do you ever yeah, no, I agree. Like, one thing I was thinking of is, like, I mean, with yeah. sport coats, I always prefer to have patch pockets. Um, just because, I mean, it's like, I, I break that rule a lot because there's not a whole lot of, I mean, I haven't bought a sport coat in a while. But it's, it's uh, a difficult to find, it's difficult to find a lot of um, brands in my price range that do that. Or it's like, you know, if I'm getting stuff on eBay or something. But, uh, I yeah, for a while, I like, wasn't buying sport coats. I was only buying suits because I was like, I just want them with patch pockets. Um, do you ever get people... How, how what People that aren't as into fashion, what do they think about your opinions on lapels? Because just <laughs> thinking about myself, if I wasn't as into this as I was, I would think that you were being so weird about it. Just like... Where the notches, stuff like that. Well, I, okay, yeah, so I, let me. I'll defend this for a second. So I mean, yeah, the whole idea is that you know I'm always after this kind of updated golden era aesthetic, right? And mm-hmm. I really do think that lapels make a big difference because they you see them, you they're like they're yeah. like the face of like the suit, right? You know, and it's kind of like maybe not the maybe face is a bad idea, but like it's like the hair, right? You notice it and. <laughs> You know, it's the crotch of the jacket. <laughs> it's the penis, you know, and yeah. and you notice if a penis is weird. No, it's it's like you know you could get away with having a comb over. Like there's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's the intentional change of mm-hmm. it. And then when you're 
when you have the ability to pick things, just like me with my haircut, like if you're if you have the ability to be like, no, I want this here, I want shaved sides, and I want them this length or whatever, why not do it with your lapels, you know? And they really do have a difference because if like I I sent Spencer, we can put this in show notes because this one's not yeah. really this one doesn't really have like a accompanying blog post, but. I, I don't want to share it, but this this French uh, made to measure brand that I follow released their DB, and it had like a crazy belly to it, and it was oh, really yeah, interesting. Saw, yeah, and I know some people might be into that, but to me, it's like oh, I could not wear that. Like that is just mm. not my thing, and it's 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 like that. I don't think of it as I'm being super picky. It's just that I know exactly what I do not want on my yeah. jacket. You know, and so going back to like vintage stuff, it's like if we're talking about details. Yeah. Um, so for, I mean, for, I'm sure people listening to this podcast know this already. Yeah. Um, but so there was a big resurgence of 1930s style in the late sixties and seventies. So oh, there's yeah. a lot of stuff on eBay that's like 30 or, you know, seventies does thirties. And the biggest way to tell the difference is the shape of the lapel. Oh um, yeah. Cause it's like, usually it's like, it has a pretty, it, it depending on when it was made in the seventies, it usually has like a. Like, if it's earlier, it usually has, like, a higher button stance, which pretty well matches the 30s stuff, but the lapel is always off. Yeah, it's always, like, it's, like, a higher gorge, and it's, like, it's, the, the notch is, like, really wide and sharp mm-hmm. compared to, like, like the it, Like, watch Chinatown. Like, watch Chinatown. That's a good example. Like, all, they use and great, like, 1930s-looking fabrics. It's, like, they have a nice belt back and stuff, but the lapels are just wrong. Oh, I mean the same thing. Like, uh, you know, watch Indiana Jones. You know, yeah. and it's like it's like Which all the just suits look are like very... 80 suits. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think they care that much in, in the Indiana no. Jones. But like, in general, you know, it it looks pretty good. Like, if you weren't paying attention, mm-hmm. it looks. You know, they're wearing like you know loose cut suits or whatever. But you know, and it and it's it's that eye. It's like when when you know you know and you, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> you you can't see it any other any other way. And, and and any suit that doesn't you know stand up to par is like you just can't do it i can't do it you know yeah. and of course i have some things that i kind of you know i don't care, really care too much about at certain price points or at certain details like my um my ring jacket balloon which is one of the best things that i own is great you know it's got three roll to a moderate lapel but you know if you compare it to like say a drake's jacket the lapel mm-hmm. i think i like the lapel on drake's a little bit better but it's like enough that I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna wear this anyway. And also, a, a Drake's jacket is like thirteen hundred, while I got my ring jacket for six fifty. And yeah, at certain price points, like whatever, like you know, if I if I had like two thousand dollars, I probably would not have gotten an Atelier Fugue uh, cotton suit. I would have done like maybe uh, PJT or mm. or just done it through Ascot Chang, you know. But at six at six fifty or seven, I forgot what it was six fifty or seven fifty, whatever. I was like, that's, you know, I'd rather have that. And I know I'm going to wear it, you know. And if I choose to upgrade in the future, which a lot of guy, a lot of guys in men's tend to do, uh, it's not that big of a deal, you know. Yeah. And, and um, so, the, yeah. well, this also applies to, like, casual stuff as well. We're not just talking about suiting. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you know, uh, it, I wanted a denim jacket a while ago. And I was like, maybe I'll try on the ones that we have at work. But the problem was they're all too long which is the case for a lot of casual jackets or that again the reason i can't go thrifting it's like i you know it's like oh i want like just for example like a tan work shirt it's like i can't just go to a dickie store and get a tan work shirt because it doesn't have the collar i want it doesn't have like cool stitching or pockets or whatever um or another so it's like we just got in our fall stuff uh and there's a lot of cool wallace and barn stuff one of them I, i really liked when i first saw it it was like a 1930s style cardigan it had it was pretty thick it had like patch pockets it has like wide um uh ribbing whatever um but it has a reinforced sleeve but the uh-huh. sleeve is made of like it's like a synthetic fabric and i'm like oh i can't i can't wear this like if it was like a cotton or if it was like or something like that you know if it was like a chambray i would be like oh i'm all over this but i can't wear it just because that one little thing yeah i think fabric and and polyester or whatever in general is one way for people to kind of get on the on the train of details matter because it's Mm -hmm. kind of like once you feel like what a 100 percent wool open weave uh, hop sack whatever it is compared to like an h&m 100 percent wool suit you'll feel it and you'll be like you know you can see like i'm paying for you know i'm paying for this you know Mm -hmm. 
And then one other thing I, th- I thought of, you know, especially with the denim jacket thing, is that I'm I'm currently on the look for out for a denim jacket right now. I think mm-hmm. I'm really into the 101 J, despite it not having uh, pockets on the side. You should side, look at like vintage Sears ones because they had pockets. Sears and uh, I think uh, uh, Wrangler they had pockets. Yeah, but then they have snap buttons and not oh. and not the uh, the the push the regular kind. True. See, yeah. and then see, so it's kind of like a whole a whole thing, but it's yeah. kind of because I, I had this conversation with I think my our friend Andrew and and uh, you know if you, I don't know if he's been on the blog that much, but Andrew likes to wear a lot of denim on denim just because it's easy for mm-hmm. him, and I mean he looks great, you know he's cool, um, but while we were looking, I think a Rose Bowl, this must be like years ago when he was like, oh why don't you get this denim jacket, Ethan, and I'm like, well first off it's too long and he's like yeah but it's 20 bucks and i'm like yeah but it's too long you know yeah. or it's, it's like you, you don't know, want to spend 20 bucks on something you don't like or you're not gonna yeah wear. and i think it also comes with the fact that you know spencer and i are both young younger guys than like you know we we work or we, we make we make a decent amount of money you know mm-hmm. to to survive on but it's kind of like 20 bucks could go towards something else and then yeah you know or or our friends in uh who are into shoes will tell you you know like instead of buying you know, crappy Aldos, you'd rather save up and buy Allen Edmonds or an Alden pair of shoes, you know, mm-hmm. which is, which is where I am right now. I'm currently saving up toward a pair of shell cord and penny loafers. Um, and that brings me to another thing where, um, so you guys remember, uh, you remember Andy, uh, New, yeah. uh, Nguyen, uh, he was on, he's like the third episode of the podcast or something like that super early. And I remember when I first met him, he was wearing penny loafers and he said he got them on on, on Amazon. They're hundred percent leather. You know they were fine, but then he later on like he asked me like, oh, where do you get yours? Because yours look cooler. And I'm like, oh, well, mine um, are Allen Edmonds that I thrifted. But and he's like, why do they look different? I'm like, well, it could be the vamp, and I mm-hmm. don't like you know penny uh, loafers of any kind with a high vamp, and they don't they just don't look good. And when you look at um, say like Alden's. Um, you know the full strap penny loafers they have a low vamp and that kind of contributes to like an elegant look and now andy was like looking at it and it's like oh that's true and then he finally got some alan edwards ones that i had and he loves them you know yeah. and it's, it's that attention to detail and so also going to penny loafers it's like you know you and i both wear penny loafers a lot uh, right. a lot of people would look at the penny loafers we tend to wear and be like what's the difference but you, I like the like 50 style, like Basswegian, like very casual rounded with like the, uh, with like the heavy stitching and stuff like that. And you Great prefer the more elegant one. It's like to us, it's completely different looks, but to a lot of people, it's going to, it's like, they're yeah. just fucking slip ons. Yeah. I mean, just cause I mean, and if we want, yeah, I'm sure people are going to be like, why do you guys like it? So we're going to answer it right now. I tend to like the elegant, like if you look at the, the shell cordovan full strap Alden penny loafer like that, that's like the ideal. And that is what I'm saving up toward because I like to have a very elegant take. Well, not super elegant, but like to have that kind of air for casual wear. Like I wear my tassel loafers with jeans because mm-hmm. I like the way the shape looks, but I also have the same penny loafers that, that Spencer has, but I can only, I can only wear them with, casual they're not you know they're not versatile enough for me and i do appreciate you know having a rounded toe but they just don't work while while as my you know uh, elegant last one will work both ways but it's it's that it's that desire for style or for a certain look that guides that kind of thing and i um, like to like be able to like dress things down look a little bit more you know a little bit more slouchy stuff like that and yeah and spencer's not really concerned about wearing them with suits you know he doesn't really wear suits as much anymore as i mean i still do um Mm -hmm. but and and they're cotton guys go plug in that cotton uh blog post um but and that's you know and loafers in general are a great example because a lot of guys tend to like oh i love loafers and they buy like ferragamo or or whatever and they they just don't look the same, mm-hmm. you know. And and if you're and at the moment, if you if you can't un, you know if you can't see it, then it doesn't really matter. But I have had a bunch of guys who were like, oh, how come my penny loafers don't look the way the same way yours does, or why why does the way Alpha M wear his don't look you know like the guys the armory? And it's when you look at those details, you look at the vamp, you look at the last, you look at the the toe treatment if it's chiseled or square or whatever, you know, that all contributes to a certain thing that when you know well like once you start paying attention to it 
you can't unsee it and then you'll know exactly what you want and it will guide your purchase and you won't have to waste mm-hmm. money on something. And of course, if you're thrifting something and you, you, you know, you want to try out loafers and then you just buy a Ferragamo pair, that's fine. You know, if you're, if you're okay with spending, you know, 10, 15 bucks, whatever. But once you start yeah. like buying new, which is what a lot of guys tend to do because some guys don't agree with our methods of thrifting because people, ha- you know, people pre-owned it or it's sweaty or whatever. Um, if you're buying it new, then that's when I'm starting to be like, please don't waste your money on something. Like, make sure it's something mm-hmm. that you really want, you know. And uh, yeah, well, what's, what's some other like detailed things you think people don't uh, don't pay attention toward, or that people disregard? Hmm. Um, Fabri- I know fabric's a big one. <laughs> fabric is a huge one because, like, I think we've talked about it a little bit, but it's like, yeah, with with. Um, Still with suiting, with shirting, whatever, I like I have to have a little bit of texture. I like it to be slightly like heftier, more hard wearing. Yeah. Um so that that then again, like that's another big reason I didn't buy modern suits uh for I, a very long time is because I have a story about that I thought too, it was too actually. Thin. Yeah, go on. I remember so um my parents bought me like a Hugo Boss suit from like Nordstrom a long time. This is like you <laughs> yeah. know, this is like junior high high school. And it was really nice, you know, it was mm-hmm like a super whatever super smooth and then my friend scott you know he would wear the um our corral suit you know this is the suit we wore for our our high school choir that we all bought from the same place because you know even with black you know from brand to brand um you can tell the difference you know like a black Mm -hmm. suit from even you know a black suit from liverano from a certain mill will be different than a black suit from ring jacket you know whatever um and i remember going to a banquet and you know, I was wearing my suit and he's wearing his and he asked me how much mine costs. And I was like, oh, it must be like, you know, a couple hundred bucks, 200 bucks, you know, at the time, whatever. And he was like, oh, you know, and, and the suits we got for Corral because they were through the school. We had to be cheap. It was like 50 or 60 bucks or something like that. Mm. And Scott was like, why did you pay that much? Like, it's it looks the same. And it, I mean, it did. You know, there was shoulder pads or, you know, there's there's yeah. two buttons, you know, whatever. But at the back of my head, I'm like, there, like, it just feels different. Like, it, they're both 100% wool, but like, there's something about like, the the corral one, the cheap one that has kind of like a like a like a like a dry hand to it, while mm-hmm. mine is very smooth and it feels more comfortable. You know, I don't I don't heat up as much in this thing, and and that's a good example of yeah. you know of, of fabric and how important that is. You know, and like I said earlier, I think that's the best way to get guys to kind of understand what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think, you know, this goes also goes back to, you know, we said earlier where guys are more concerned about fit. I think guys are also very sensitive about price, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Especially like, you know, they don't want to buy clothes often. Yeah. And, you know, if you go on MFA, you know, you get a lot of these threads like, oh, why should I why should I pay that much for a certain thing? And it's. You know, one one thing is fit, and the other thing is just fabric. You know, and mm-hmm. when yeah, you know should the how guy in the in the thirteen hundred dollars suit <laughs> should, should 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 the guy <laughs> the two hundred dollar bathrobe? <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, oh, I think man. it's time to rewatch Rest of Development. <laughs> I haven't watched in a while. Now that The Office is going to be leaving Netflix next year, that might be my new like comfort show. I guess that and um. Oh, you, I guess you gotta start watching Friends. It's a good like background, mm. <laughs> background mo- uh, show, dude. Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, but yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of unfortunate that you know that guys don't have that. But I understand it. You know, we were all there at one point. Yep. Um, and you know, like I I could not imagine spending you know six hundred or whatever dollars on a jacket. You know, and then I you know fast forward like five years later, and I did that in Japan. You know. <laughs> And it's it's way better than any of my H and M stuff that I wore or bought on sale. And going back to price, so again at work we have we, we you know J Crew sells Aldens. Uh, our store doesn't get any, but whenever someone returns it, we usually put it out because if someone buys it, that's like you know a seven hundred dollars sale, just one item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have we have our regular loafers, which are between two and three hundred dollars. Um, you know, 100% leather, Goodyear welted, whatever. And then we have the Alden loafers, which are like 650, something like that. And so people look at the two and they're like, "What the fuck?" It's like I've had, it's like, what do these do? Like cure cancer or whatever? It's like, why is this one so much more expensive than this one? And it's like I have to just be like, it's 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 a good shoe. It's gonna take a long time to explain. <laughs> but yeah. No, I okay. So I think I had this before because even. 
even while I'm writing the blog, I, I still suffered from this whole thing because I was like, why would I buy Aldens when I can get a good year wealth to achieve from like Mirror Man for 250 or something? Mm-hmm. And it took a long time for me to even to, to take my own advice because eventually I realized even the Mirrorman loafer has kind of a high vamp and I don't I don't like that. And like yeah. comparing it now to um whereas right now, here's a quick shout out to our friend uh, Mac at uh, Brogue, Brogue Menlo Park. He mm-hmm. graciously gifted me a pair of Aldens. I like to say it's for my birthday because he messaged me a long time ago near my birthday. And, you know, um, even though he got, you know, I got a long time later. It doesn't matter. Um, they were a great gift that I wear a lot. And mm-hmm. even just looking at it, it's like there's a clear difference. If you put the, you know, the Mirman tassel com- next to the uh, the Alden tassel or just any loafer next to each other, you'll you'll tell the difference, you know, because. Yeah. At a certain point, and I want—I really want to plug this next thing, which is the the Blamo podcast. Yep. Um, there's a good episode with the guy behind—I forget, I think it's Tomasio. He's like the current head of of Stefano Brenner, um, who, which is a bespoke shoe company. He says in there, like, you know, there is no reason for someone to to own a uh, like a three thousand dollars shoe or even like a thirteen hundred dollars shoe. Yeah. Um, the reason there why you cr- do that is because you you want exactly like you know what goes into it you know the craftsmanship you know you want to support this family the story whatever and it's also the details you know some people approach things differently and i really like this episode even though i'm not a huge shoe guy like i don't know if i'll ever go anywhere better than alden i say that now i'm sure maybe <laughs> season 10 of of <laughs> sound direction i want to be wearing like carminas or something i don't or yeah. or, or saint crispin's that's even better um but like you know, he said that at at this level, you know, uh, of menswear, whether it's tailoring or whatever, it's not really about any competition. Like you're not really stealing customers; that you're doing it one way, and you want to encourage someone to buy what you have. And if people yeah. aren't into that, they don't have to buy it. They can go somewhere mm-hmm. else. You know, like there's no, um, I don't think an Italian an Italian suit, or you know, all three different styles of Italian suits are inherently better than a British suit. They just have more of what I like from them, and therefore I prefer them. I don't think that there's anything wrong stylistically. Oh, yeah. And I, that kind of reminds me his attitude of, like, you know, it's like, I'm making it how I want it. If you want to buy it, come on in. If you don't, that's okay. There are other places that will cater to you. That reminds me uh, a little bit of, like, Ethan Newton's um, oh, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. philosophy. Uh, and the quote from the episode that, because I listened to it again today, that I jotted down because I was like, "Oh, that's a good, that's a really good analogy." He says, "No one needs to protect Philippe because an Apple Watch is or like is going to tell you the time, <laughs> you know, yeah, just exactly, as just yeah. as accurately." Or it's like I see on like the watch subreddits people people being like, you know, it's like like a five like fifteen dollar watch from Target um, with like battery powered is going to keep time and tell time more accurately than this like $6,000 watch, but I get them cause I want to. Yeah. But, and yeah. I think, yeah. Cause I mean, this episode kind of turns into, cause I, I'm sure people are going to say like, Oh, it's quality, right? That's what you're paying mm-hmm. for. But it's really not that cause at a certain point quality doesn't really get any better, you know, hand cause handiwork doesn't always translate to quality either mm-hmm. you know you could you can even argue that there's more mistakes with handwork compared to machine work and um but and, maybe uh, for someone like me you think those mistakes are cool yeah no and that's exactly <laughs> it. like you know you 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 want specific things and i think uh-huh. the whole world would be better off for it because you you kind of you do this might be a little bit more socialist kind of stuff but like you you break out of the capitalism mindset of like price you know uh the uh, benefit cost benefit analysis and, and you mm. know your spreadsheet your all your purchases or whatever and it becomes to instead of having the best bang for your buck you're buying exactly what you want and you can't yeah. get to that point unless you pay attention to the details and you can't i personally believe that you can't be a stylish person without attention to those details you know mm-hmm. like i think you know same thing for for um streetwear tech wear you know tech wear you could say it's Gore-Tex and you could you know buy the same thing at REI if you wanted to or whatever but there's like inherent style and intent behind it that you can't get anywhere else yeah it's or like normcore that, that was the mindset yeah yeah like normcore bit was big a couple of years ago and I, I mean I still don't I still don't really think that was a real thing it was just like a marketing camera or whatever yeah. yeah but it's like you know people well I mean uh I don't know if this is a good example as I thought, because I think a lot of those guys who were into that, a lot of the people that were into that were just thrifting the same things that like they were wearing on Seinfeld or whatever. But it's like, it's, I mean, it's like you can tell the difference between like a 20 year old in Brooklyn who's, 
who's wearing light wash jeans and new balances and like just like a guy that wears them because that's what he's been wearing for the last like 15 years you could still tell the difference yeah you know uh, details definitely matter within within style mm. and uh, like and i think intention style is exactly what separates regular people because you know the whole the whole Patek Philippe thing can also be used for you know you, you you don't have to wear a suit every day you don't have to wear a tie you don't have to wear a button up you can probably get by in most cases with like a t-shirt and jeans mm-hmm. you know but like there's a difference between wearing like a white tee and jeans and sneakers than wearing like a striped tee with high-waisted jeans and like a pair of loafers you know like because and I would argue that that guy has more style and intent behind it than like a regular dude or say my dad wearing it and yeah. You don't have to be stylish, but when when you want to be, the only way to do it is by making those you know those choices and those decisions based on details, based on style or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't raising my hand. I just oh, sorry. Like, okay. This is spoiler for you guys. We started raising our hands whenever we wanted to talk. <laughs> if you're watching, if you're one of the three people watching live, you'll notice that. I'm always so um, sad because I think I always see podcast recording, and then I guess. Uh, Maybe people just want to watch it and people taper off because at the beginning we had like a lot of people. Like, well, because I don't, I don't know. It, I, if I never like watching super long things on my phone because I get distracted, want to do other things. <laughs> so if we were like broadcasting this on like fucking CBS, whatever, maybe people would watch it. CBS All Access. Yeah, Disney yeah. Plus. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, I think we got our point across with this one. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk. Pe- well, people who want to know, like we talked about a lot, oh, develop a personal style, listen to our episode on that, because uh, this we didn't feel the need to go into all that stuff again. Right. And that's, you know, you really can't, if you want to <clears throat> save money and you want to do things effectively, that's really the only way to do it. Like, you know, we always tell our friends, get inspiration albums, save pictures, screenshot stuff, mm-hmm. talk to your friends, go, go look on the street, look at art and see what colors pop out at you, because I, you know, style you know you can't it's not like a sprint like you there's no secret way to do it you know it's, it's like working out you know i'm not i'm not an exercise guy but you know you can't just get buff you know yeah you can't just you also can't just do it um like liposuction because even if you got that even if you had like a person styles do it for you you have to put the outfit together you know mm-hmm. you have to you there's a sense you still have some ownership and responsibility to do it yourself and you might as well start by paying attention to details and getting pieces that really call out to you you know and understanding why it's a big it's a big order you know and it's you know i know people hate having homework but you know that's that's what you have to do if you really want you know to dress well and everything mm-hmm. and and as we always say just copy copy what you like <laughs> like yeah, i mean and, that, and that'll <laughs> inform it later too you know like um and and you know copy things based on your your uh, own ideas because I know Spencer and I uh-huh. we talked about this in like inspiration episode but um we 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 get a, we you know we copy to an extent a lot of Bricelands a lot of you know workwear stuff or whatever mm-hmm. but we're kind of limited we don't have it we, I don't have monkey pants <laughs> you yeah. know I don't have camel pants but I can take the ideas and do it myself and that makes it uh-huh. become an Ethan outfit as opposed to just me copying a Bricelands one. Exactly, you know? and I I do want to close off. I I wish I could come up with this earlier instead of like forty five minutes into this, but you know I think that's why I don't like maybe not don't like, but I don't really get a lot of insp- in, uh, influencers slash YouTuber kind of bloggers or whatever because yeah they'll tell you um, the top five pants to get and you know they'll have a sponsor or whatever, but they don't say why mm-hmm. you know like why olive chinos yeah they're cool but you know the intent there why not wear khakis or whatever they look good with the same stuff yeah and it's like well khakis are ivy and you know Mm -hmm. you can do an ivy look with that you know or olive chinos harken to military uh, wear and then you Mm -hmm. style it accordingly there and i think saying stuff like that will help guys you know kind of determine what they want to do because at that point you're kind of just buying colors and if that and hey if that's your thing that's cool too but I just think that if you dive, you know, dive a little bit deeper, it'll inform more and more, and and maybe hopefully help you enjoy dressing more than just the bare minimum. And I think yeah. that's also one reason I don't like YouTubers, because you know, it's it's one, you know, if you if you're dressing just to put clothes on and not look, not wear a trash bag or something, which you also would not do, <laughs> regardless. Um, uh. and, you know, I think that if you're gonna do something and if you're gonna have something on your body for you know 12 to 
18 hours of your day you might as well make it something that you really want you mm-hmm. know but yeah that's our that's our episode on that what well, did you guys think <laughs> yeah leave a comment below um let's go to our uh style and direction form uh, submissions We've got 13 in there because we did one last time, which was... Oh, we did two, technically, last time. We had the one that actually said, how does social media affect what we wear? And also a question about wearing loafers. Um, but here's one that I think uh, is I can answer really quickly, and I'll read out to you. It comes to us from John. Uh, I don't know if that's your real name, buddy. Um, but I'm going to call you that because you put it in there. Okay. Um, but it says, what are some cool ways to casually incorporate jackets slash blazers into outfits? There's only so many times you can put... Wa- put one over a t-shirt or a turtleneck sweater do you have any creative ways to layer them over or under pieces one might not think of when naturally pairing them with jackets so what do you think spence so i mean i do this a lot i like wearing jackets with jeans which i used to not uh do but now i do a lot but i also just think pairing it i mean it's like it's you know you see it a lot just pairing it with uh just things you wouldn't expect things that are much more casual like like uh like a work shirt or something like you the uh, you know like when i yeah. wore my paint splattered jacket with like or my paint splattered uh chambray shirt with like uh, a navy blazer or when you did a navy blazer and then you're like chin strap um it's pretty mm-hmm. easy to do stuff like that and it looks it usually looks pretty good it's more a little bit more casual yeah i want to direct john to my casual ethan blog mm-hmm. post that c- kind of does deals with this i mean obviously if you have a jacket that is casual inherently, like hop sack, maybe tweed, yep. or even like linen, it will make things way easier for you. Like I could, I can't, I can't wear like a straight, super one hundreds wool, you know, flat worsted, you know, plain weave. Yeah. I can't. You can't really do that. Um, but yeah, with work shirts there, um, wearing or with sport you know, shirts, stuff like that. Sport you could shirts, do the, the runaway uh, collar. Yeah. And I think that that's one way to kind of break it up, you know, and you wear it with jeans. You wear them with like super wide leg pants. I like the idea of like a casual jacket with super wide leg pants cropped with like a loafer mm-hmm. or something very Japanese. Um, but that's that's one way to do it, you know. And, you know, if you have like if you got like a like a cotton. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I guess it wouldn't be a podcast if Ethan didn't burp once in it. OK. Um, but if you do, if you know, if you have something like that, you know, like a like a chore blazer or something that will make things easy for you and it, it makes it easier to 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 wear with jeans odd chinos military chinos whatever uh-huh. and um and yeah i think and that, that makes it work and you know just try it out um and you could even wear jack i it's kind of weird weird to wear jackets under other jackets like i can't really think of another way to do that um, maybe like under a coat, but then I personally, I kind of err on the side of when you wear a coat, it's kind of formal or kind of Ivy. Cause, mm-hmm. um, if I'm not wearing a coat, I'd rather wear like a field jacket, which is more casual to get through like, you know, winter or whatever. But then um, again, we don't live in a place that would ever, it doesn't happen. It doesn't really happen that in often other anyway. places, in places where it gets colder, you could probably, we'd probably be more open to, uh, wearing like a, an overcoat more casually, but where it never dips below like 62 degrees, it's like. We have no reason to do that. Yeah, no, exactly. So, um, yeah, hopefully that helps answer your, your question there. I mean, T-shirts, um, changing it with different types of T-shirts. You know, I think I, I prefer wearing striped T-shirts. I don't really like the whole minimal with like a plain white or plain gray or plain mm-hmm. black. I like the idea of stripes a lot more. So that's that's one way to do it. You know, cha- cha- just basically change up whatever shirt you have underneath and maybe go even ca- more casual with the uh with the pant choice and shoe choice or whatever. But yeah, check out the casual Ethan. I think that will be a great, um, great episode, uh, episode blog post for you to check out. Um, but yeah, I think we have time for one last one, oh boy. um, which is more of a story. We can kind of react to it. Okay. Um, this comes to us. I'm going to read this verbatim. Uh, this comes to us from Ivan at the uh, sartorial teenager. Reminds me of mm. the teenage gentleman. <laughs> And for those of you who don't know, that was me a long time ago. I remember when you turned 20 and it was like a big deal. It's like, what am I going to make my name? <laughs> yeah, I I thought of like dress like me, what, like some kind of catchy blog thing. But I just became Ethan M. Wong and it kind of stuck. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's it's a story. So we don't, we're not really answering any question to it. Okay, so Ivan says, around 2015, I got into a show called Doctor Who. Doctor Who is a show about an alien called the Doctor. 
<laughs> I, I know who the doctor is. Yep. He flies around a time machine spaceship called the TARDIS, saving planet Earth from other aliens. Probably like Daleks and angels, right? <laughs> Probably. Um, don't don't blink. Great episode. Um, the doctor is always impeccably dressed, whether in a tweed jacket, a bow tie, and a bow tie, or a frock coat and a cricket sweater. Uh, the doctor always looked quite dashing. Because of this show, I got into cosplay and having the low budget I had, I had to do as much research as I could about fabric, suit cuts, buttons, etc. Naturally, I gained interest in the world of tailoring. And I didn't want it to just be part of my cosplay life. I started to develop my wardrobe into something classic, but I hadn't found my true style yet, so I was still experimenting. Eventually, I stopped cosplaying and completely focused my attention on building a wardrobe that I loved. At first, I was into late Victorian menswear and had a bit of a frock coat fetish. But then I got <laughs> okay. to the in- classic English cut, something you get out of Anderson and Shepard. Very cool. Then I got to yeah. soft Italian tailoring because of how easy the Italians looked at Pity Uomo. Then I got into Lawrence Fellows and the wonderful films actors of the 30s. I was blown away. The proportions of the cut and the way men wore their clothes was perfect. And it was this that got me into 1930s and 40s menswear. And I can confidently say I have found my style. A few of my favorite pieces are 1930s Evening Tales, Vintage Bespoke, 1934 Dinner Jacket, 1930s Morning Coat, and an 1890s Silk Top Hat, um, mm. and he turned 17 in September. Then, you wow. know, this is a cool story because I kind of see myself in this, you know, like, yeah, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but I think one of the, you know, one of the most classic things that I ever, like, that got me to menswear was um sherlock holmes and and not the benedict cumberbatch one it was the one with robert Downey jr because he wears um and he changes outfits throughout the film but one of the ones uh-huh. he's in majority of the time is like this really cool corduroy frock coat like it's more of like a, it's cut more like a suit jacket or whatever he wears that with like a gold and black like embroidered waistcoat with like pinstripe odd trousers and he wears it with like a fedora a black and fedora. get ready for an episode on this. I can't wait to do that. I know, me too. This is, you know, I'm, I'm so ready to do it. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, and, like, a lot of people, you know, I always say, like, Tintin and old cartoons and, uh-huh. you know, and I, I don't know why I just thought of this recently, but, like, yeah, that, that was one of my things, and that kind of got me into it because the only way you could reasonably wear that is if you were cosplaying it because you can't really wear, like, a Victorian or, I think, Edwardian, technically, era um, Sherlock Holmes outfits and then you know of course you get the whole Benedict Cumberbatch one where he's wearing like a suit jacket yeah. underneath like a, a nice great coat or whatever and then you know I can also say that Spencer and I technically cosplay because you know our jobs don't require it but we tend to cosplay you know Ethan Newton or Drake's or Armory or whatever yeah. and um, so you know and I think it's kind of you know if we t- if, if punk is what got people in the menswear. I think the nerdy stuff also gets into menswear because you learn the details of what makes a thing. Because you can't cosplay Sherlock Holmes. You can't cosplay Ash, Ke- Ash Ketchum without... Did I say Ash, Ash Ketchum? Ke- yeah, that's pretty funny. Ash Ketchum. Um, you can't cosplay Ash Ketchum without specific hat he's wearing. You have to have those yeah. details. And that ties into this whole thing of, you can't, you know, having a personal style, having having a good, you know, a good look that you're after can only be done if you pay attention to the details and, and I'm know. glad that he did pay attention to the details because I think there's a lot of people out there who say, I'm, you know, I'm want to cosplay uh, David Tennant's like doctor. Yeah. And you'll have to forgive me if I get some of the details wrong. Cause I'm not a who head myself, but if I recall <laughs> correctly, he wears like a, like a blue or like Brown pinstripe, like four button yeah. suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the lapels are kind of weird. I think a lot of guys who are, you know, Maybe not professional cosplayers, obviously, but guys who they they know the ins and the outs of the Doctor Who lore, shit like that. But they never bother to notice his suit has four buttons. They just go to a Goodwill, they get a blue, they get like a blue suit, they get a pair of like fucking Chuck Taylors or whatever, and they're like, okay, I'm done. Or they'll just go to a website that sells that suit and they'll just buy it and never think about the details on it either, just because the website says same thing with anime. You know, yeah. anime cosplay has the same stuff, you know, and it's it's, it's kind of crazy. And um, this is why I'm, I kind of want to get back into cosplaying to an extent because I want to do it through like a menswear lens, you know, yeah. and kind of do it right. I think that there's a great um, in, in, in this anime called One Piece, which I'm sure I'm sure some of you guys already know it. But <laughs> the bad guys are the naval cat, uh, the, the naval force and mm-hmm. they wear like white suits. And when I looked it up, um they have like i mean i get it you, you know you get a suit that is made like the anime and the anime of course most animated anime people uh, animation people or illustrators don't they don't draw it p- 
uh, correctly. You know, they'll have like kind mm-hmm. of crazy lapels or whatever. But I'm like, I have a double-breasted, a legitimate double-breasted white suit, and I feel, and it's tailored to like me. I feel like I would look better than the guy wearing like that. You know, the costume polyester one that's got like baggy yeah. pants because they didn't bother to hem it. You know, you know, there's there's a big difference there, and I think looking good, it, it's crazy. You know, pe- people uh, pay attention to the details so much, and they kind of get the rest of it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, on that subject, I'm sorry. I think Spencer's talked about this before, but there is like a website that tells you exactly what Indiana Jones wore in each. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And, no, like, I f- <laughs> I look at it occasionally. I don't know why. It's like I think it's because I really like Indiana Jones, I mean, and I great. like all. Yeah, it's a great series, and I like they they have like all high quality like screen caps of like his 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 gear. But it gets so fucking specific. It's like the strap changed in between, like you know, Raiders and and Temple of Doom on his like satchel and shit like that. Or it's like you know, the band is a couple millimeters wider on his hand or on his hat in between these two movies. It's insane how specific they get. Um, and, and most guys who they, use that though, like I've seen them, like and they look just like they have it like down too. You know? Yeah, like, like they have awesome. details. Like here's how you get the indie boots, and here's the specific like dyes you have to use to match because the color. they don't make that specific color of indie boot anymore. Yeah, and they have a subsection that I noticed uh, a while back. I think I don't remember what I was googling, but it's like I found they have a subsection for Jack Sparrow gear. <laughs> <laughs> And think so of how much shit Jack Sparrow wears in each movie. Yeah, no, they have, like, a breakdown of all the stuff he has in his hair. They have, like, a breakdown of his rings, stuff like that. It's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, actually, well, I didn't burp. But thank you for the for the uh, the great story, Ivan. You know, honestly, mm-hmm. I, I have been there before. I'm a big fandom person and Tumblr person myself. And uh, I would, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that I definitely... Tr- did do cosplaying in my past <laughs> so yeah. um but yeah you know it really does teach you a lot of these kind of things and i think maybe someday i would do an interview i mean i don't think there's a lot of guys in menswear who are into anime and and least of all cosplaying but yep. there's a good article by our friend natty adams who wrote about the concept of a punk and how punk also influences not just a take on menswear but like the attention to detail i definitely think that there is a lot of a very well not a lot but a very few subsection of menswear of guys like me spencer or, or you ivan who have like this idea of of fandom and attention to detail and that translates to what you like in menswear or how you approach it so i think that's cool i just wish lots of more other cosplayers uh had that same attention to detail with how they yeah. dressed you know you go to you go to comic con or anime expo and you know they they have great cosplay, but then you see them like on the street, and they're kind of just not. There's a guy, Mr. Leo Zombie, who does. He's like a famous cosplayer. Apparently, he's canceled because he cheated on his fiance or something like that. Oh, I don't no. know what the, I don't know what the drama is there, but like his regular clothes are kind of like kind of boring. You know, like he he could do like a crazy awesome cosplay, but you know his regular stuff is kind of kind of meh. You know. Yeah. And I you know. It's it's cool, and I think that cosplay gives you like that outlet to look the way you want. But I think again, cosplay some regular stylish people, you know, like like me and Spencer. Then that'll help you, you know. That that way you can get the same high you get from cosplaying in your everyday wear. And I think that's that's a cool thing to have because I think, you know, you could see the same thing like with like furries, right? It's like an escapism mm-hmm. thing, and you know, I guess I'm a I'm a I'm a clothes furry. I don't know. What the, I don't know if that makes any <laughs> sense. A uh, wooly. Yeah, a woolly, a woolly mammoth. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks you guys for listening again. Thank you to Ivan for sending us that great story. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys want to, we will have the link. Uh, the link is on the our the website at streetexpressa.wordpress.com slash the podcast. Or if you look up sound direction, you'll I'm sure you'll find it. But the link to the to the submission form is there. Again, send us your questions, send us your stories, and we'll read them aloud uh, on the podcast. Maybe do one or two per episode. And then you could um, you can leave us a name. You can leave it anonymous, whatever you want. And uh, yeah, and I think that'll be that'll be a lot of fun, um, just for us because you know it gives us something else to do other than just talk the whole time. Exactly. And we uh, we started last couple episodes going live on Instagram. So if you are on Instagram and you see us going live together, because we don't like we don't like broadcast when we're doing this. But if nope, you just happen upon us do. going live, uh, pop in. And uh, ask us some questions. Uh, yeah, we can yeah, definitely get, have do. time. We didn't get any questions this time, as far as I could tell. But yeah, we'll uh, make time at the end of the episode to uh, answer some yeah. uh, uh, viewer questions. 
and feel free to suggest use the submission form to suggest other topics for uh, mm-hmm. for uh, episodes. Just because you know, not every episode is going to have a um, you know a blog post that goes with it. You know, it's not always a movie review. It's not always say me talking about photography or or the concept of dressing down or whatever. Um, so yeah, feel free because we you know we always want ideas and we we do we honestly do want to keep these coming out on a consistent basis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, you guys, thank you. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Um, it means a lot to us. Helps other people find it about us because mm-hmm. you know now handcut radio pay, is like the is yeah. like the biggest thing now. So you know and whatever. we don't pay for advertising. So that's like word of mouth and iTunes are the only ways that we can yeah. get. Yeah, and hey, if you want to be a sponsor, you know <laughs> why not? Hit I us up, man. To- I would love to improv. Like, give me, like, the basics. And I would love to, like, come up. Like, the way Scott Ackerman does it, you know. Because I would love to say, never go to the post office again. Stamps.com or something. Yeah, we need to reach out to, like, like I don't, I can't think of another fucking, like, Casper Mattress or something. We need to reach out to them. I would love to. be, that. like, exciting opportunity. Squarespace.com. Dude, they give 10% off to everybody. Why don't they just give one to us? Yeah, come on. Throw a dog a bone. Build it beautiful put a uh-huh. box in your box because um, the website's just a box <laughs> and your computer's yep. a box. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, feel free to follow me on Instagram. I am at Ethan M. Wong. I'm at Spencer DSO. And follow the podcast at Style and Direction, all spelled out. Um, and we'll, you know, we're starting to have a new format for the post there as well, um, just because I think every other podcast has a format and I just got tired of having just singular pictures. I'm, I mean, I would I went into a Photoshop and made like a couple of stuff. So yeah, yeah that'll be great. Um, big ups to my hands for playing the, um, the intro, uh, the intro and outro music now. And, uh, I'm going to play it again. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.